Hello everyone, Bill Wilson, Senior Editor of Supermarket News with another episode of SN Off the Shelf. Last week I was in Las Vegas attending Grocery Shop 2023 and had the pleasure to interview Ajo Dele's USA CEO, JJ Fleeman. We talked about topics ranging from omni-channel strategy to retail theft. So here's my full interview with JJ Fleeman. Well, again, thanks for meeting with me. Yeah, I appreciate you. that. Yeah, a pleasure to meet you. So you talked about the omni-channel strategy. I mean, yeah. In your mind, what is the ideal strategy for omni-channel? Mm-hmm. Like? Well, I, I think that, um, you know, the thing that I think is important is that anything that we do, we need to be expanding the brand's permission set with, with customers. And... Uh, Many of these brands are, you know, hundreds of, of, of years old, and, and their ability to kind of connect with customers at the local level on the assortments that they want, the services that they want, have been what's built their heritage. And I think equally important as we're expanding it through different channels, whether it be online or, or click and collect or, or delivery, that that's just as important now as it's, it's ever been. So I think the... The ideal strategy, of course, will always be making sure that we, one, understand customer's preference, but the other one, which might sound a bit traditional, is like whatever you do, you have to do well. And making sure that you have really good, sharp execution at the store level or at the distribution level, but making sure that these solutions for customers are actually solving a, a, solving a problem that they, that they need. So I think that, that combination is, is going to be important from a fundamental perspective. Um, I think it's also important that um, we're continuing to stay on trend. And as you look at how customers shop, there's many of the things that, that the patterns are very similar that they've been for, for years. And in other cases, they're, they're, they're different, right? And some of those change, you know, whether it be the holiday time and things, as you know, but also as you look at the environment of, you know, economic challenges and those types of things. So being fast and quick. Uh, not only at the store, but across all of those, all those channels are, I think will be a key to a winning strategy. So how do you really, how do you track those trends? How do you stay on top of that without having like a competitor jump in front of you and, and do, you yeah. know, jump ahead of you there? Well, there's, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, we have, we have our own um, insight teams inside of the organization. We have our own research teams inside of the organization. We partner well with our CPGs who are, you know, focused at the, the category level. We have analysts, our own analysts at the, at the category level. We have our own economist teams uh, working, on, uh, working on the buy side and the trade side, uh, looking at the commodity markets and, and those types of things. So I think it's, you know, those are the kind of the core capabilities, a few to mention there, but it's it's also like just watching patterns through our, our sales data and, and movement data. Many of the uh, many of the things that, that, that and you know this that, that you you learn from is where you made a miss, right? So where it was a holiday and you missed something, or where you you had a big plan for a, you know a, a key assortment kind of transition and it didn't go as well as planned, and so that's that's part of it as well. But it's a combination of those those factors. We we have. Uh, consumer panels that we run Uh, we do live shop alongs with with customers to not only uh, see what they're doing but to hear what they're doing a lot of the 
work that we do inside of the the digital side of the house we do use a lot of a b testing so we're putting putting samples and solutions in front of customers to see how they respond and getting their getting their feedback so there's a there's a lot more I could share on it. Those, those are some of the areas that uh, some of the ways that we we really follow those trends and focus on you know the, the patterns of customers. So talk about retail media. It's kind of exploded over the last couple of years here, and, and it sounds like you guys have invested heavily and will continue yeah. to invest big time in it. Um, what is your strategy and your approach with retail media there? Yeah, yeah, we have we um, so we've you know as we talked a bit in there, we we've stood up our own uh, retail media company or retail media group. Um, we've we've made significant and sizable investments in that, but we've also we've also created a lot of capabilities internally. That's been both uh, uh, both through recruitment and, and internal development, but also working with with third parties. We've seen our overall uh, digital media income grow significantly uh, year over year. Every year we see that. We are providing good measurement for uh, our CPG partners so that they can understand, you know, specifically where they're putting dollars, where we can uh, improve their, their their working dollars. And then I think, you know, where I where I see it going is it, it'll go back to the the first question that you that you talked about around omnichannel, and I think that it's 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 not about the for me anyway. It's not about the the income stream. It's about the better shopping experience for for customers and that leveraging you know like digital content using video using ways to share recipes or share experiences i think are all enhancing the shopping experience and so i think you'll see i think you'll see uh some big advancement in in those areas but i think probably where you'll see a lot of focus in the next year is around standardization and and measurement and things, uh, things such as that. So, how are you careful not to make it like too much on the customer with with the retail media, uh, without crossing that line? Like they're just being hit with just too much in the store. There. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a really good question, and it's an it's an area that we actually have spent a lot of time in dialogue about. So, we have a very disciplined ap- approach. I think if you were to go on to our our site, you will see a very. Um, uh, comfortable experience when you look at our our online properties as an example we have very specific tiles and placement to where we leverage media and where we don't and so uh, the brand and the brand's customer experience and its own brand strategy always leads the work and retail media always follows that and so each of the brand has their own specific guidelines that they take a look at their brand standards to make sure that that, that content fits and those offers fits within that brand standard. Food lines would be different than Stop and Shop. Stop and Shops would be different than, than Giant Foods. And then the, the, the retail media team then executes against that. And then they know what inventory that they're working with CPGs. I mean, literally down to the specific tile. They know which ones we're working with and which ones we're, we're not. And so there's a, just like there would be with assortment in a store and planograms in a store, we, we treat retail media much much like that, a very disciplined approach across the, the organization. And then, of course, you're looking, as you, as you would think, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, bounce rates. We're seeing, you know, when, when things are working and when they're not. And, 
there's no need in having something on there that it, that isn't generating kind of sales for you because at the end of the day that's really what we're trying to do is sell more groceries so but it's one of those one of those evolutions and things we're continuing to to learn and work on i would imagine will be much better two years from now than we are than we are today so sticking with technology are you doing anything at your fulfillment centers technology wise to make it more efficient um some are you know going with robots and, mm-hmm. and other things like that what are you doing to make everything more efficient at the fulfillment centers? Yeah. Well, we have a couple of different examples so I'll, I'll mention just a few so we have a lot of we have multiple types of fulfillment so we have we have your uh, uh, pick at store so pick at store pick up from store we have pick at store delivery from store we have centralized fulfillment we have a micro fulfillment center which is automated but maybe the two that I would mention, I mean, one, one of the things that we've done over the last couple of years after we built Prism is we then went and built Spectrum, which is a, um, basically it's a picking application for, for the stores that, and, and for the fulfillment centers that allows easy navigation. What's the right path and flow for you to walk? Where's the item? What aisle is it on? What shelf is it on? So that you can go immediately, immediately to that. Because we think taking that that navigation out of the out of the journey is like super helpful for associates and for sure it's less frustrating right. but it's also more efficient so we've done a lot we've done a lot on that we've done that same thing inside of our, our centralized fulfillments but also if you look at uh, like Island Ave as an example we have a uh, we have the robots that run over top of products and pick them up and pull them back out and so we're testing a, a variety of things I mean we really believe in, in optionality for the future and so um, we, we've got a good core, a good core operation. We're improving our productivity each uh, each day, and those are some of the things that we're testing around fulfillment overall. Um, market consolidation. Um, how do you compete with something with that might be going on with Kroger and Albertsons, and then you have Aldi, you know, also acquiring a bunch of stores, Winnipeg, mm-hmm. Harvey Supermarkets. I mean. How do you look at that in terms of competition and, mm-hmm. and moving forward as far mm-hmm. as consolidation goes? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know we'll we'll continue to see uh, consolidation. I mean, like you look at the the merger of Ajo Delays, right? As as an example, was a was a big consolidation effort. Just a handful of, of years ago, we were able to get a lot of benefits from that uh, from a scale perspective, but also from a capability perspective. I think you've seen since that acquisition. Uh, a lot of advancement in technology, a lot of advancements in digital. You've seen our, you've seen our share position strengthen on the on the on the East Coast where where we compete. Um, for sure, our our plan is a combination of organic and inorganic. I think it's important to to remember we have many markets that have really strong pop growth and really strong macroeconomics from a from a total perspective, and so we have still room to to dense up there. But, but we are, uh, we will always be evaluating inorganic as well, both brick and mortar, but also, uh, you know, anything that would help in, in increase that overall omni-channel shopping experience. And then just on the topic we were, we were just on from, a, from an all-media perspective, we also see growth in, in areas like that for, for the future. But, but again, I think it's in in that example. It's it's about making sure that when we do that, we're making our shopping experiences better for customers. Because at the end of the day, that's you have to sell more. You have to sell more more groceries, and right. uh, 
and you know we we've got a good uh, good track record of that, and and uh, you, you'll see more from us in the in the future on on all of those those fronts. So, final question. I know you got to go, so I really appreciate the time. But you, know, you talked about shrink inventory yeah. during your discussion, and do you th- is that a reflection of the time that we're having right now with the hard economic times, or is this something that is new and it's going to continue and it's going to continue to be an issue? Yeah. Well, you know, retail shrink has been, um, you know, it's 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 a part of the business, right? So we've 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 had many, not just us, but many retailers have had many uh, challenges, but also a lot of wins and improvements uh, in shrink over time. For sure, it's a reflection, I think, of the of the, the time that we're in. And I think that, you know, we've got to continue to strengthen our operations. We've got to continue to be smart about our assortments and our allocations of assortments. But, you know, we, we really got to really make sure that we're leveraging technology. I, I, I mentioned a few in there. We didn't have a chance to get into it too much, but we've there's a lot of technologies that have come out that have made it easier to kind of identify and, and prevent, if you will. And so I do think it's probably more a condition of the environment that, that, that we're in. But, but I've been doing this for, you know, well over 30, well, a few over 30 years. And it's always been a, you know, a key focus area for us. And it'll, it'll continue to be. JJ, thank you so much. Yeah.